You're listening to Wake Up Tucson. This podcast is a Bustos Media production on The Voice. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Let's go. 6.07 in the morning. You're on Wake Up Tucson, 1030 The Voice, local news and talk. We made it to a Friday. For me, I don't know about you guys, but January is like, Kind of went really fast. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> Coming out of the frivolity of the holidays, and then, I don't know, it just kind of went... <laughs> so, I mean, with all of our fraud holidays that we worked on... Yeah, absolutely. Day, uh, you know, and so... I'll see if I can read the latest Mark Fincham. I, I, I didn't look... Usually I try to wake up in the middle of the night and read his stuff and really improve my life. Um... But uh, we got music today, um, Jay Giles, uh, keyboardist, we got one of the Ronettes, and then uh, Nick Mason uh, from the, the drummer for uh, Pink Fraud. It's Mark Fincham's... I see what you did there. Oh! What's my new one? Maricopa Miscreant Censured. That's my new one. How much money do we need, Mark, at the end? What do we need here? 25, 50, 100. Oh! Demand the perp walks. We're going to do it, Mark. Change the picture out, too. The same picture with you with the cowboy hat. It's getting a little tired. Now now, now we're not even working. Now we're just sleepwalking. I mean, there's got to be... Does it say from the House of Representatives again? Or of from course. the state house? Yeah, he ain't changing it. Yikes. <laughs> not only did he not win the Secretary of State's race, he's still a uh, state, state representative. <laughs> All right, let's do a rundown. We got... Uh, we, we keep talking about this discussion of uh, changing language, right? And words that don't, you know, redefining, it's it's something that we do have to fight against. So I, when I saw the story about um, the uh, couple of things from the AP style book. Oh, boy. It's dehumanizing to say, and we'll tell you which ones are dehumanizing. And one's really good. One's amazing. Uh, one of Matt's favorite rappers, Azalea Banks, um, praises Ron DeSantis after she moved to Florida from L.A. Okay. Saying how she feels way safer living in Florida than she ever did in, in, in Los Angeles. Well, welcome Makes to Team sense. Reality, you know, Azalea. Yeah, I mean. Uh, this other thing, too, when we talk about immigration and Title 42... You know, because it's you know, because basically the 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 people that that yank Biden's chains are basically literally waiting for the some some judge to agree with them before they. Re- I mean, you think the board is up now? If you think that it's like, I feel like you know, if you really, if you like, really Jimmy like Jimmy Chuck, <laughs> that was what the poor Al Valenzuela there. If you really like uh, illegal immigration, you ain't seen nothing yet. But they keep comparing the people who want to come across the border to people uh, running away from the Holocaust. Right? So, you know, everyone who disagrees with them is Hitler. And then everyone, not, not everything is the Holocaust and we, I'm just sick of it. Police body cam video of the Paul Pelosi attack will be released this morning. So what's the chances we'll see 100% of the, of the body cam? We'll see. Uh, I mentioned it yesterday. Uh, James O'Keefe and the Project Veritas staff, they had someone. <laughs> had to jump a couple screens. That's there. okay. It's okay. It's the thought that counts, as they say. Okay. Um, 
Um, so James O'Keefe had a guy on uh, on the undercover video, right? From Pfizer, he's the director of research and development, mentioning over dinner that they were, uh, you know, talking about the the plans to potentially mutate the COVID virus for business reasons. So anyway, they did the uh, the video where O'Keefe tracks the guy down at the local Starbucks and shows him the iPad with the video, and the guy freaks out, calls the cops, smashes the iPad. Talks about how he basically lied to impress a date. Oh yeah, like uh, the like the FBI agents <laughs> that were cheating on on their spouses. So think about that. So you're 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 date you're, you're on a first date with a young lady, right? And you say this this is this is going to get her excited again, as the great Arnold Rummel once said, "Different strokes for different folks." Right? <laughs> right. Now, hey baby, I just want you you are looking just beautiful tonight. You know, and I, I really want to get to know you better, and I feel there's a quid pro quo of our hearts that we need to share together, and I was wondering, um, do you know, mm, we're thinking about mutating the COVID virus so we can make more money at Pfizer. <laughs> does, does, does that get you hot? You hot for me now? <laughs> I mean, what are we doing here? Uh, I mean, I mean that's a great one. I only said it because I was in trying to press a date. <laughs> hot, just, hot, hot. Of all the excuses you could, super, super hot. Cover stories you could, super hot. Uh, we are going to play probably third hour. Um, this guy, <laughs> Senator John Kennedy. I love this guy from Louisiana. He asked two different judge, two or three different two judges, about basic questions about the Constitution. It's the best. <laughs> it's the best. It's the, like having Charles Heller on a Judiciary Committee just asking a question. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> you know how Charles says, "What's the Arizona government state the Constitution define as the purpose of government?" Right, and they, you know, ninety nine percent of people whiff on that one. Belly flop. Uh, I will tell you that they they've asked this question <laughs> of these folks. So uh, the other one we're going to play is I don't know if it's the last one, but this is that plea for help series by Val Cavazos. Yep. And there is actually an admittance from Sweaty Pants um, about did we miss this one? We will fix it. Absolutely, we will. He said, "Yes, we did." So even I guess it's good to see uh, Sweaty Pits admitting that they blew it. On we'll see. We'll we'll find out more from Val. Uh, we'll talk about that sc- <laughs> that sc- that school the school cuts because the AEL the education limit in the budget. We'll we'll talk about that because we this is a story that comes up every so many years. And it always plays out the same way. Sure, sure. Right? I mean, this is like, this is the same story as it's August, and they send the junior reporter out that says, returning students a boon to local businesses. Or, uh, hey, it just rained. That means more <laughs> potholes. <laughs> it's the same thing. I do like the uh, rodeo committee's choice for Grand Marshal. Oh, yeah. Jessica Cox. That's great news. Love Jessica Cox. She is a former Wake Up Tucson guest. I'd forgotten about yeah, that years You're ago, right. yeah, and yeah. you know, you just kind of we for, you know, you forget about each other, or whatever. But she's the world's first license, first licensed arm, armless pilot. She's 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 a great lady, love her to death. She was a great interview. So she's the uh, she's the grand marshal for the parade. Great choice. Good job, uh, you know, 
uh, rodeo committee, even though you use prods. Steve's taking your money away. He's taking your money away. For traffic control at the parade. Correct. I'm sure Steve is uh, upset with Jessica because she identifies as a woman and isn't uh, non-binary. So we'll figure it out before it's over. Uh, what else do we got to do today? Oh, I got to get to the... Uh, the the B the, the not the B we have the bulletproof SUV that shoots pepper spray from the mirrors, isn't, and is hardened against explosives and it's street legal. So we'll we'll talk about this because of course it's the Pliskin Acres edition special edition. This might make it into Greg's next commercial about Pliskin. <laughs> you bet. Actually, this when Greg gets here, he needs to do a commercial about this SUV. That's like the Pliskin Acres. You can get the Desert Protection Package. You can get the <laughs> King's Ranch Package. But you can also get the Pliskin Acres Package. That's, <laughs> you know, it's got that true coat that keeps the grenades from, you know, it's urine resistant, the paint. Yeah, but that true coat. <laughs> I used to sell the, so I, 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 when, I, when, I, when I sold cars eons ago, the summer that I graduated college, and I remember someone trying to explain to me, well, you're going to sell them for an extra 350 bucks, the true coat. Oh, sorry, desert protection package. And I go, what, what's it called in Seattle? Well, of course, it's the forest protection right. package. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Utah, it's called the Salt Lake protection package. And sure. we, we got to give the, uh, we gotta give the uh, Coen brothers credit for writing that, that scene with William H. Macy trying to convince that guy about the true code in the car. so And the whole back and forth to the manager game that, that gets played. Yeah. And uh, it's just beautiful. Beautiful. As Kenny Banyu once said, gold, Jerry. Gold. All right. What we're going to do is uh, Rocco will be here for Food Friday. Mark Van Buren will be here. And then uh, we're going to play. We're going to have some fun in the third hour. But when I come back, I have to tell you about... Uh, there, there are some of you out there who are like, oh, we've had a change of leadership at the Pima GOP, which is true. And I'm going to, t- I'm going to read you a couple of emails. And one of them is magnificent from the chairman of the PO GOP, Dave Smith's. He had his wife write it to management here. Oh, and I'm going to tell to you. To boost us. Yes. Okay. And, I'm, and then I have a response from somebody who they're accusing of stuff in writing also. Good. And we're going to talk about that when we come back. And it's going to be one of those stories where if you say, oh, I should go hang out with the, go work with the Pima GOP right now, I would say uh, take a wait and see posture right now. So we'll start, we'll start doing dueling emails of the Pima GOP. This is a little in-house fighting, kids, but we got to get it out. So it's like Clemenza said in The Godfather, got to get all the bad blood out. So I'm sure they'll run over to the other guy's show and cry like a bunch of little weenies later today. So 617 in the morning, Christy Simone, Matt Neely, uh, Jay Giles band, the old whammer jammer. Whammer Jammer. Wake up, Tucson, 10th of the voice, local news and talk. All right. It's the drummer, Nick Mason, from uh, Pink Floyd's birthday today. Only member to be on every album since the first one was Nick Mason. Very underrated drummer. Very underrated. Uh, so let's get to this. So they send a letter to uh, the, uh, I get, the management gets a letter. 
I'm a regular KVOI listener, a, a Pima GOP PC and SC. Is that like SC Johnson Wax? Fibber McGee and my, oh, sorry. State committee, man. Like anyone here gives a crap. And full disclosure, I'm the wife of the new PC GOP chairman. I'm very concerned that you're giving former PC GOP chairwoman Shelly Kais a voice tomorrow on Christy Simone's radio show. Yes, the lady who's been on forever <laughs> on this show, even before she before. was the PC. Before. There is an active financial investigation involving Shelly and some members of her XCOM that need to be resolved first. Now, here's the best part. What what none of these people knew. Did they hire uh, cyber ninjas to do that? or <laughs> What none of these geniuses knew is that Shelly, because of a scheduling conflict, texted me on Wednesday to cancel. Okay? And then when she asked to see if she could come on Monday or Tuesday, I said I didn't have any room, and it didn't happen. So she's not on the books and was not going to show up. And And, and if you pay attention, geniuses, she wasn't even in the promo yesterday. The last, the last thing I talk about was uh, Mark movie, Mark doing Ward Bond movies. Okay, now, um, this this is perfect, overly emotional, MAGA pure bullcrap. Now, especially since Dave, the new GOP chair, I've seen him on video. He's very concerned about unity in the party, right? Now, if you were concerned about unity of the party, you would tell Wadsack Jonestown to stop being a bunch of jackasses to their fellow Republicans. And we'll talk about how unlikable Republicans candidates is probably what cost us the election in 2022 in different races. Uh, Julio uh, Rosas has a piece uh, in Town Hall about uh, the Georgia elections. And he does mention Blake Masters in this discussion. We'll get to that in the third hour. Okay. Andy Biggs is coming up in seven minutes. I'll never finish the story. I forgot that Andy's on it in uh, in seven minutes. So, well, we're gonna. So, I'm, I'm gonna. I'll, I'll do the 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 uh, the tit for tat on this later because Shelley actually responded because I sent her the email with all of these uh, these different accusations. So she sent me back a written response to all of them, and I'm gonna go through all of it. So I'm not gonna have time now, but what I do want to do is, um. So one of our listeners calls me up. She's very active Republican. And she says, have you ever had Dave Smith on the show? And I said, no. And I said, look, and she goes, Are you, do, would you like him? I said, look, what I'd love to do, I'd love to have Dave on the show one day. I said, but we should talk first. We should probably have a cup of coffee. And she said, is it okay if I give him your number and he reaches out to you? This is like Tuesday, Wednesday. And I said, sure. This is what you guys don't get. I'll talk to anybody. <laughs> I can't talk to Wadsack or Jones anymore. That's that's just too tiring. Oof. That's like that's like that's like grating your knuckles on a cheese grater talking to those two. Oof. Um so I I I guess the weird part is is that both Dave and his wife's fingers are broken, I guess. Now did you guys break how did you break your fingers? Was it in an engine? Because if they worked you would have pressed the buttons on a phone and called me. Right? You would say, hi, Chris, this is Dave Smith. I'm the new Pima GOP chair. Oh, okay, congratulations. How can I help you? Well, we have some concerns. Why is that? Well, I hear you're having Shelly on Friday. Yes, it's called free speech. 
But what, what's your concerns? And he could have brought up his concerns. Here's the other thing. If she was actually on the show, you know what he could have done? He could have called up. Again, that's why I'm worried about him and Betsy's fingers. That's his lovely wife. I guess both of their, all, all 10 of their digits are broken. Now, you can dial with your nose. Or speech. I've done it. I've, I've, with speech. Oh, that's true. So, remember when Antonori was starting to go after Shelly? And he says, I'm going to go after her, blah, blah, blah. And what did I say on the air? Did you talk to her first? Before before you come, you, you he, well, he, I'm going to just kick her butt on the air. He said, I go, well, have you talked to her yet? I said it on the air. And he goes, well, I, I'm not talking to her. So what are we doing? So Dave looks like somewhere a mature adult, somewhere north of 50 or 60 years old. But you, you, you don't, for a guy who says you want unity, you, you're going to go have your wife who refers to you as Chairman Smith. The only person who referred to their, their husband as Chairman was Mao's wife. Please, don't say, I, I, if, I, I, I pray to God if I'm, if I'm ever uh, a chair of something that my wife never refers to me as Chairman DeSimone. Jeez. So we're going to do the tit for tat. We have Betsy and Dave Smith's accusations, and then I had Shelly wrote a written response. But that is going to have to wait for the third hour. And we'll go from there. And I, 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 I'm sure Shelly would love to have her and Dave Smith on the show at the same time. You guys want to do that? We're about free speech here, kids. Here's the best part. We had the Pima GOP demanding that someone is not basically kill the, the First Amendment is what they're asking. What, what, what is this? Are, are you Dr. Fauci? What are you, the Biden administration? We're going to, people that disagree with us or that we think are doing something wrong, we're going to, we're just going to shut them down. If she's wrong, she'd come on and make a fool of herself, right? Dave, uh, hold on. Dear baby Jesus, please heal the fingers of Dave and Betsy Smith so they can use their phone and talk to me first before sending crying First Amendment attacking emails. We ask this in Christ's name, our Lord. Amen. Andy Biggs coming up next. Wake up, Tucson, 10 30 The Voice, local news and talk. There it is. <clears throat> is, this the, is, is this the root of everything we've, ever, we've talked about with bad actions? Is, is, is it money? Right? Money, power, vanity, but mostly it's about the mostly money. Mostly it's about the money. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. While we're waiting for Andy to call in, uh, Lori, I've given up on the current GOP. I thought Shelly was reasonable and firm, and I liked her leadership, but then again, I'm not a Trumper. Uh, Jen, Duran Jen, uh, thanks for bringing to light to the GOP. They cause concern and a little bit of heartburn. So we'll do the, uh, we'll do the tit for tat in a little bit here of, uh, their accusations. And then again, the idea that the Pima GOP is running around basically demanding the uh, cessation of the first amendment. <laughs> that that's the one that gets me. I mean, I mean, what, what, I mean, you sound like a bunch of leftists. Right, I, these are the same people that uh, are, are championing the, uh, championing the uh, what do you call it? Uh, um, Elon Musk buying Twitter because he was bringing back non-censorship social media, right? And they're like, she can't talk, she can't talk about that. It's crazy. 
Um, let's see. I know I told Andy 637, so you never know about it. So um, let's get to this. Let's get to the uh, – while we're waiting for Andy, let's do this uh, Pliskin Acres SUV. This is from the uh, Not the Bee Kids. Uh, th- this is called the particular – it's called the Resvani – Vengeance Sports, a 6.2 liter, 420 horsepower V8 that's connected to a 10-speed automatic gearbox. The setup enables it to reach a top speed of 110 miles an hour and return a real-world fuel consumption of 16 miles per gallon. If that's not enough for you, don't forget the other powertrain options like the supercharged version of the same V8, which j- develops 682 horsepower. Now, Probably does not deliver 16 <laughs> miles to the gallon. <laughs> uh, it says, besides looking like a thing developed for the police forces in Grand Theft Auto, this behemoth comes with a couple of options. The most outrageous form is the Pliskin Acres package. I, I sub- Their words, military. I, subsu- I, I put Pliskin Acres on their uh, package, the PAP package. Um which costs $125,000 extra, okay? Bulletproof glass, body armor. Also going to eat into the mileage. (laughs) (laughs) Underbody explosion protection. Steel reinforced ram front bumper. Magnetic deadbolts. Wow! I like that. Night vision. I think this is a buck. The buck twenty-five extra sounds cheap now. You got night vision in your SUV. Wasn't that in one of the Cannonball Run movies? I uh, probably smoke screen. Military grade run flat tires. A pepper spray dispenser. This is the best. All right, we'll get back to the seven nine zero twenty forty. Let's go right to the phones. Friend of the show, U.S. Congressman Andy Biggs. Andy. Welcome to the show. Chris, how are you? Good. How, how are you, you doing, so sir? It's good to be with you. Uh, I'm good. <laughs> good as can be. <laughs> I just got to ask you, uh, we're going to play it later. Did you see the uh, Senator Kennedy uh, interviewing judges about their knowledge of the Constitution? Did you see that video? I did. I did not see that. <laughs> I, I, I'm not even going to ruin it for you. He just... <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what's Article 4 of the Constitution? And this one lady who's been a judge in Washington, state of Washington for 12 years is like, um, you know, in my 12 years of being a judge, we, that one never really came up. <laughs> That's like an actual answer. <laughs> <laughs> we're only worried about we're only worried about five of the seven provisions. Don't worry about that one. <laughs> so, so, so the last time we talked uh, was before the 14, 15, 16 votes for Kevin McCarthy. Um, Mm. like we said, someone who's, no one's lost more daytime votes than Kevin McCarthy since Susan Lucci was the, the bad joke there. Um, (laughs) now originally you were very, you were very against voting for Kevin. Yes. Um, was were you, were you an abstain or a vote for Kevin? I was an abstain. Okay. Is, do we feel, do you feel any better about a Kevin McCarthy speakership now than you did when we talked two or three weeks ago? Well, you, you know, I, I give him a good grade for the, the two weeks since we went through that, uh, that process. I think he's been, he's kept the promises he made so far. I mean, so, so it's been a good two weeks. 
So I I, I yeah. did I did get a good laugh from the White House saying they want to know. Um, they're 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 worried about the lack of transparency and what McCarthy promised the uh, the various uh, Congress people. <laughs> That's from the White House, Andy. <laughs> well, he he promised us that we could we could hunt around in the uh, Biden uh, garage to see if there's more classified documents. I tell you, dude, I'm I'm pretty bummed. I'm the only one that doesn't have classified documents anymore, which sucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you know, uh, you may actually have some somewhere in a garage or a carport or something like that. You just never know. I don't have a vet. I have a. I have, I have an old, uh, you know, geo prism probably someplace that has some uh, some docks underneath oh, it. Oh, you don't have a geo. <laughs> no, I didn't. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you never had a geo. <laughs> That's <prism>. true too. <laughs> All right. So tell me about. Uh, let's talk about uh, the scenario of uh, you know. Government shutdown, debt limit ceiling. I think I know where you're at with this, but I, I, I'd like to hear Andy's take on this uh, latest round yeah. of silliness. Well, so so in two different meetings this week, I asked them how much money they thought they needed and how long it would extend to the next debt ceiling uh, lift. <laughs> Blank looks. They, they have no idea. In fact, they literally said, we have no idea. <laughs> we so we got it. We got an outside opinion. The guy says, "Oh, it's really complex. It's really complicated." <laughs> and I said, "Well, how how complicated can it be when we spend more than we bring in by about a hundred billion dollars a month? How about how about we address that?" So so we've asked them to to uh, claw back a lot of the money that they that they just did in the one point seven omni one point seven trillion dollar omni. To claw back things like, uh, you know, some of that um, COVID money that still has never been paid. There, there, there are COVID relief packages where they've only spent ten cents on the dollar that they were given. Well, let's start getting that back. Correct. Um, how about how about getting the some of the money back that we gave to Ukraine, which uh, they just had the, some Ukrainian officials kicked out of office for. Uh, uh, going on vacations, buying new cars, and buying mansions with the uh, with U.S. dollars. H- how about just stopping that? Did we, did, did, did we give any of those guys race. a tank? Did any of those guys get a tank to park at the mansion? <laughs> <laughs> we, we couldn't give them a tank because then we couldn't evict them from the mansion. Oh, that's just, <laughs> it, takes, it takes the tank yeah, to I the mean, golf it, course. So, so I mean, it, it isn't like it's a target rich, not a target rich environment. I mean, there is so much waste um, when you have a six trillion dollar budget. I mean, and we need to maybe talk about going back to where we were uh, overall spending before the COVID uh, panic. So, I mean, there's just a whole lot of uh, things that you could cut, you could freeze, you could rescind money, you can claw it back. I mean, um, but you. You cannot continue to do this where, you know, because some people are saying, well, we just won a two-year or one-year. Well, if, if that's the case, then you've gone from $31.5 trillion to 33 or $34 trillion. That's, that's what these people are talking about. And to me, that's just asinine. So uh, Dave calls in 10 o'clock D.C. time yesterday, right, David Schweigert? And he said he was at a yeah. meeting. I don't know if you were at the same meeting with him yesterday morning before 10 o'clock D.C. time, but... He says, I'm in this meeting with people who say they're conservative Republicans. 
right? And he starts talking about stuff like, and you know, David's going to always talk about the budget and Social Security, mm. and they and they literally gave him the uh, Dave, not now. Yeah, we're not doing that. That's, that's, so there's there's a group there's another group of us that are just like saying this is this is crazy. You have to have meaningful reforms. Uh, at least at least get the low hanging fruit. Can we do that for once? Can we just get the low hanging fruit? Claw back the money. How about you know there's over eight hundred billion dollars in PPP fraud. Now we can't get that immediately, but how about we make that a priority to go back and get the eight hundred billion to trillion dollars in PPP fraud? How about that? Could, could we do that? Could, could that be one thing? Instead of 87,000 um, IRS agents to go after everyone else, can we hire an extra 2,000 to go after PP PPFDR? I can have that discussion. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, so you, well, we, so we have to include that, that that's $80 billion. So that would take care of, of one month's structural deficit, um, getting rid of those 80,000, 87,000 employees. IRS employees that takes care of eighty billion. So, so you're, you're, you're to the good. You could kick kick the can down one month, um, but you have to turn the whole thing around. So, you need some structural reforms as well, because you have to you have to basically start tear, tearing this 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 town apart. Because this is the town that that believes, quite frankly, that you, they can just keep printing as much money as they want, and everything will be hunky dory. Um, and and that's the fight. That's the fight that we're in. So you're part of a, a crew of Republicans that, as you've shown during the McCarthy election, you have you have leverage, right, in relation to a lot of different things. What's the what's the strategy going in with this debt limit? Is it something where you just you push it to the point where the I hate saying the government closes, which means of course eighty seven percent of it stays open. But <laughs> is is that, yeah, is, that, right, is, that right. is that is that where you go? Well, uh, I mean, if that's where you need to go, but I don't think you're going to need to go there because um, McCarthy promised that he would he would give reforms, that he would get reforms, and that we could we could actually uh, leverage this. The the problem will be here is the again will be like so many things in the Senate, but even even the the kind of uh, the more um, on the other end of the spectrum of our conference. They have admitted that they want to reduce the spending. So, okay. So, if you reduce the spending, uh, you know, is that enough of a trajectory to, to actually be meaningful? I don't know what the level that they're talking about is. Um, but look, I mean, for, for a lot of our my colleagues, they're they're, they're war hawks, and and they they believe that you cannot t- touch defense spending at all. Well, here's the problem. Um, they just Pentagon just announced uh, two days ago that they had lost 221 billion dollars, and, and including an entire missile system. So, can you define can you define the word loss or or lose? I, I you mean uh, can't find? I don't know. Don't don't know where it is. <laughs> um, I, I, you know, you're laughing to keep from crying, but I'm, I'm telling you. <laughs> You, you, you have got. We have got to get a handle on this stuff, and, and bring this to heel, and um, and the, and so I think that the vast majority of Republicans in the House are willing to do something, and I think if we do, then we can put enough pressure on McConnell in the Senate because McConnell has said 
uh, it's going to be up to the House what they do in the Senate. So that gives us a, another leverage point, uh, a tremendous leverage point. So uh, I'm hoping that my colleagues will not uh, dance around this thing. I'm hoping that they will unite and, and um, actually push through meaningful reforms uh, and, and where we can reduce the spending. I mean, uh, you know, I know David wants to get into big things, but uh, you, you can do all kinds of things to change the dr- direction and reduce spending now right. in the short term, which will which will turn uh, turn us toward where we need to go. It, it may not be the, the best thing in the world, but it will turn us to where we go get on the path to to balance the budget in seven to ten years. As we right. say, I'm, as we I'm, say I'm in gonna, uh, what about yeah. Bob? Baby steps, Doctor Marmon. Baby steps. Uh, let's yeah. let's and, get let's get Barney yeah. in real quick. He's got a call for Andy about uh, budget talk. Barney, what's your uh, what's your question for uh, Congressman Biggs? This would be a baby step. I've long hated omnibus bills, and I'm wondering about sending up a series of small targeted spending bills, perhaps starting with funding for the White House. Give them what they want to fund the White House, make that a separate bill, and let's see them try to veto that or, uh, or not bring it up. Barney, thanks for the call. Yeah, thanks, Barney. Uh, th- I mean, that's part of what, what one of the things that we've uh, attacked is, is uh, getting back to it. Now, there's supposed to be 12 bills. Those aren't small bills, but we have all kinds of other uh, little bills as well. So uh, that would deal with some of this stuff. Um, uh, I, that would be a far more transparent way to do it. But what I've seen around here is uh, they, they tend to to cram as much as they can one bill. Now, that was one of the deals we got is that you go single subject and whatnot. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's not a bad idea to, to, to send up uh, bills that are, that are targeting agencies, uh, line items, programs. I mean, that's that's what I said all along is you got to go back to line item budgeting. You got to go to zero based budgeting. Sure. If you do that, you, you can bring it under control um, more quickly than these these massive conglomerations. They don't see what happens is is um, by the way the Congress is structured. You got to change that, too. But the way Congress is structured, you can have you can have the same program with a different name, different funding sources in, in three or four different agencies. Um, and I, I have found those and I tried getting rid of one of them uh, several years ago and uh, couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. I couldn't even get it out of committee. So um, that's what we face here is this entrenched, um, basically um, happy-go-lucky people who are in a bubble. And we're trying to help them find reality, I guess is the way to put it. So my last thing, we had, I just had our friend Doug Nichols, mayor of Yuma, on uh, a couple days ago, and he was talking about how under assault – Yuma is especially the hospitals and nonprofits with what's blowing over the border. Uh, what 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 are you you know what are we seeing now that you know uh, what what can we do? I know you 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 just love Secretary Mayorkas and would what, what what's going on with all that? Well, um, so um, I've got my articles of impeachment that are are um, being circulated right now. Okay, um, so that's. That's going on with with my orcas, and and uh, you know, so like in Texas, I, there there's so many weird things happening. So in Texas, some of the give ups um, uh, are are going differently. What they're doing now is they're they're um, surrendering, 
but they're using this new app so they can pre-register to surrender. I mean, that's just craziness. And so they go to, so they're going to the port of entry instead of, of going between the ports of entry because they go to the port of entry, they've already pre-registered and they can declare their asylum, uh, make their asylum claim there. So it is it is out of control and crazy uh, right now, but it's still the same numbers. It's just uh, through different means. You're just going through a different slot instead of uh, where they were, but it's still it's still massive numbers. But the, it's being done the way they're doing it now um, to try to um, claim some kind of minor narrative change on the border. But places like Yuma are getting hammered, um, and um, you know, just it's it is it is bad as it's ever been, and and possibly worse even. Well, Andy, keep up the good work as always. Always love uh, catching up. And as we get closer to a debt ceiling explosion, uh, hopefully we'll talk again. And hopefully they can keep the uh, the World War II memorial open for the honor flight guys this time. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> well, there shouldn't be a shutdown. Shouldn't be a shutdown. I don't. I don't think that's where you get to. I think. I think um, uh, it's a different. This is a different thing than than if the budget's not completed. This is a. Uh, this is a different animal altogether. Okay. So. All right, amigo. Thanks for thanks for calling in. As right. always, we'll talk to you soon. Yeah. Thanks, Chris. Appreciate it. U.S. Congressman Andrew Biggs loading in's the crew. I got uh, Rocco's here. Mark Van Buren, the movie guy, and uh, Ward Bond movies. We call him the Samuel Jackson of the '30s through the '50s. He's in all the biggies. So you may some of you may not know who he is, but he's in a lot of big movies. So you're on Wake Up Tucson. Little cowboy song, uh, Thin Lizzy uh, founding member birthday today. Wake Up Tucson, 10 through the voice, local news and talk. 8.57 in the morning, you're on Wake Up Tucson, 10 through the voice, local news and talk. Hanging out with movie guy Mark Van Buren. Good morning. He's going to do the top 10 Ward Bond movies. We'll tell you more about that later. I did say it yesterday, so Bunker should be ready. And oh. then the great Rocco <laughs> from Rocco's Little Chicago. Good morning, sir. Good morning. So we were just talking about, we'll go right into food before we get to pizza and stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, I was at Fry's yesterday in the frozen section. They had this thing called a Chinese crawler. And I didn't know what it was, you know. So I put it, I took a picture of it, threw it on Facebook. And after, you know, the wise ass, hey, you know what a crawler is, bro? Right. Uh, thank you to Vito Jr. from Vero's Italian Bakery for being an adult and answering it. The voice it. of reason. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. He says you fry it and dip soak it in soups and stews. I've seen it many times on YouTube. Uh, f- tried it for the first time at 81 Hong Kong Cafe and will definitely try it again. Yeah. Huh. Cool. So you were saying that this 81 Hong Kong Cafe is real deal it is it's 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 cool there's a lot of stuff that you will not find on chinese menus in tucson in there love it and uh huge like boba tea and other kind of stuff um collection for you to peruse as well right across from a a a, uh what do you call that a um racetrack racetrack that somebody (laughs) is uh in charge of yeah that's the racetrack (laughs) oh i haven't i haven't checked it out but now i got somewhere to go to lunch we um we went to a um we went to the the Marana Chamber Mixer was in that shopping center on Fries and Cotera right by Asian Spice. Yeah. And that's exactly where I it was it was so beautiful. I walked next door and got my Asian Spice for dinner and green beans. Excellent. No, that, no that, that's kung fu. No, I know. Oh, I'm just kidding. Okay, I'm thank just you. Kidding. So Rocco and uh, so I'm looking at the Hong Kong Cafe, the 81 mm-hmm. the the mm-hmm. 81 Hong right. Kong Cafe. Right. Um so it says porridge. 
Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen. So they have por- pork porridge. Right. So white rice oatmeal with diced pork and preserved egg. Right. Never. I've never. Have yeah, you ever had it's, Chinese? It's kanji. Kanji uh, is uh, rice, rice gruel. Yeah. Gotcha. So it's like, yeah, it's like a loose, it's, it's a loose kind of rice and then the stuff is all floating on top of it. It's pretty cool. Actually, we might run through this. I can tell you that this menu is pretty. OG. It's cool, dude. It's pretty OG. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's got stuff that you won't see anywhere in Tucson for sure. All right, we come back. We're going to talk Chinese porridge, Nick Mason from Pink Floyd, and pizza and wings and good things from Rocco's. Yeah. Wake up, Tucson. Ten thirty. The Voice. Local news and talk.